Welcome to the journey of you, where we equip you to think with purpose, empower you to act in purpose, and encourage you to live on purpose. Hi, I'm Tonya. I love to learn and I love to teach. As a coach, I get to do both. I get to learn about you and about the ways that I can help you. Then I get to teach you how to reach those goals you've set for yourself. Infidelity in my marriage has affected me unlike anything else that I have experienced. It stripped me of my confidence and self-worth and caused a level of insecurity that wasn't there before. I lost sight of who I was as a woman before I ever became a wife or a mother. But through God's love and grace, I slowly began to see myself as he sees me. Loved, chosen, accepted, enough, worth dying for. I realized that my identity was solely in Christ, not in a man or his actions, or his search to validate things in him that had nothing to do with me. I matter, and so do you. That's why I want to help you see yourself the way that God sees you, one mindset shift at a time. In order for you to get started today, you can go to www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. Again, it's www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. And let's get you started thinking with purpose today. Hello, Journey of You family. Today, I just want to talk to you a little bit heart to heart about how you view God and who he is to you. And so I want to do a little bit of a deep dive just through the scriptures and a few different things about it that I want you to know that maybe you already know, or maybe you don't know, but I just feel it on my heart to share. And I know you're like, oh, read it and read it. We read so many things. How many? How much time do you spend a day scrolling on your phone, reading through stuff you see on Facebook, Instagram, or watching reels on TikTok or YouTube? And you know, then you jump over here and you're reading through your DMs or you're reading through messages or you're at work reading. You read all day long and you take in all this information. Is it helping you and edifying you? How does it make you feel when you've read it? Do you feel better? Or do you feel worse? Does it make you happier? Or does it make you sad? Do you feel overwhelmed and anxious because you're taking way too much in? This month, as we all know, the month of May is mental health awareness. And that's why I want to talk to you about this particular subject, because we have to be mindful of what we're taking in. You already know one of my go-to scriptures, Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That totally stems from what you're taking in. So right now, I want to kind of shift your focus on taking in more and more scripture, because that's what's going to help you sustain through this season and time of life. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of things that all of us are dealing with. And the best way to handle it is with the word of God, because it's literally the blueprint for how we're supposed to live our lives. And there are several different translations and versions, so it accommodates everyone. You've got NIV, which is the New International Version. If you prefer to read it that way, there's the King James Version and the New King James Version. If you are a detailed person, there's the AMP, which is the Amplified Version. All the excess details that you could possibly want if you need that. Of course, you can also get a concordance um, and be able to get extra in-depth details of behind the scenes um, of what different scriptures mean. There's also the Message Bible or the book. 
Um, both of those I like because if you like to read chapter books, because the Bible is literally a chapter book, um, that really puts it in a storybook form where you can read it literally like you would read a story, like if you were reading a novel. Um, and so it's easier to digest that way too. So you can pick whichever one works best for you if you download the Version Bible app. Every single one of those versions and a plethora of others are in there. So you can read it in the way that makes most sense to you. You can compare versions. There are so many different ways that you can digest the Bible. And so I want to deep dive into that with you a little bit. So scripture, of course, is God's love letter to you. Um, it's chock full of promises. It's chock full of truth. Stories about him. There's also stories about scandal, gossip, adultery, sex, baby mamas and baby daddies. All kind of stories that relate, relate to where you are right now, today. His word is alive. And you can't just depend on like other people to tell you about it. You have to read it for yourself. And so I'm going to read a scripture to you right now. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. It's in the New Testament. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And what that means is that you have to read it for yourself. Like I just told you, that was 2 Timothy 2.15. Go in the Bible app, whichever one you have, and look up 2 Timothy 2.15. You can do the same thing in your actual written copy of the word. Go in there and find it. When you're listening to messages and you're listening to preachers, you know, or things on the radio or somebody's, you know, you're at a Bible study or just sitting at someone's house talking and they say a scripture to you, look that up and read it for yourself. One, you want to make sure that that's what it says. And two, everybody interprets scripture differently because it's based on our different life experiences. It's colored through that lens of the things that I've gone through. And what I've gone through may be very different from what you've gone through. So you may have a different revelation, which is the thing that's so powerful about it because the Bible tells us that it's alive and sharper than a two-edged sword. Like it really is alive. And so that scripture for me might mean Okay, I need to make sure that I'm writing these scriptures down so that I can go and look at them and see what does God reveal to me in them that may be very different than what he revealed to you. And so that's the purpose of that verse right there is to tell you that you've got to study it for yourself and get to know his word for yourself. So that way, different ones might jump out at you that really speak to you that maybe don't so much speak to me, but it's ministering to you. Okay, if you flip over one more page, because remember, we're talking about your mindset as well. It's 2 Timothy 1 and 7, which says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Every time the enemy tries to tell you that you're crazy, that you're insane, or that you know you don't know anything, or that you should be scared, this verse right here, 2 Timothy 1 7, is the one you need to stand on. Because it tells you right here in scripture that God has not given you the spirit of fear. You don't have to be scared of anything. Because God gave you the power of love. He gave you um, the spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. So you don't have to receive any of that negativity. Even your own thoughts that constantly run through your head. You don't have to receive it. and You don't have to accept it. Because God says right here that that's not the spirit he is giving you. That is why the word is powerful. Because it allows you to separate false lies from God's truth. If something is said to you and it doesn't line up with what God's truth says, you can let it go. You don't have to hold on to that. You don't have to keep carrying it around or dwelling on it because you know it doesn't line up with God's truth. And the more that you speak his word out, the more that you could believe it, the better that you get to know him. 
you're like, well, neither one of those relates to me. Fine. Let me tell you a couple more. Flip over to Ephesians chapter five. That whole chapter covers how you're supposed to act in your daily walk, how you're supposed to act as a spouse, how you're supposed to act as a parent. If you read a little bit further to Ephesians chapter six, that covers how you're supposed to act as a child. And it tells you how you can put on your whole armor every single day before you even start the day. How you are getting God's word down in you and you're praying and you're spending time with him. I don't care if it's five minutes, whatever it takes, because the enemy does not sleep. The enemy isn't sitting back like, oh, I'm going to leave her alone today. He is trying to take you out, literally. It is a fight of life and death, good versus evil, every single day. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but it is the truth. It is a fight every single day. And as soon as you open your eyes, the enemy is right there ready to go. So are you going to praise God first and talk to him and thank him for another day and let his word come up out of you or even sit down and just read a verse or have a notification on your phone where it's like, oh, here's the verse of the day. You can literally get a notification. You get notifications about everything else. Get a notification that says, here's the verse of the day. Take time to read it. Again, whether it's your first five minutes, like give that honor to God and let him set your day so that you can own the day instead of letting the day own you so that you're not walking around stuck in your feelings or worried about everything that's going on around you that you can't even control. But what you can control is what you do with your time. And if you spend just that small amount of time, because I don't want to say, oh, spend 30 minutes, spend 40 minutes, spend an hour, because you're never going to do it. Just take five minutes. If you've only got two minutes, just take it. Take the time to say, Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing me to see another day. Thank you for the gift of life. What scripture should I be standing on today? And whatever one he gives you, that's the one you run with. I assure you the enemy isn't going to give you a scripture. The enemy knows scripture, but he's not going to say, oh, go look at 2 Timothy 2.15. The enemy doesn't want you to know the scripture. He knows it, but he doesn't want you to know it. And he's going to do everything he can to distract you and prevent you from being able to read it and spend time. All of a sudden, you got all this energy. You're like, oh, let me sit down and read my Bible. As soon as you start reading it, you're automatically sleeping. I know. I've been there. That's the enemy trying to keep you from getting to know the God that you serve. And so the more you read it, the better you can get to know God. Because how you interact with God is in direct relation to how you view him. Do you see him as a harsh dictator? Do you see him as a loving father, a companion, a friend, a savior? Knowing him on the surface level is one thing. But if you really want to know him and grow in your relationship, you have to cultivate it. That's just like a relationship with any other person. Like it's not going to grow and get better if you don't ever spend time together and you don't communicate with each other. It's the same thing with God. He made us to worship him. And to spend that time in communion. And that starts with reading his word. And then talking to him. And I'm telling you, prayer doesn't have to be where you're doing a bunch of repetition or saying the same things over and over again, you know, trying to get his attention. That's not it at all. It is a conversation. Just like when you and I are talking right now, it is a conversation. That's it. You don't have to be like, oh man, I, I don't pray well enough. I can't pray. Or I don't, I don't know how to pray, so I'm just not going to do it. Nope. You just open your mouth and say, God, I thank you. It is that simple. God, I thank you. I have friends that they say, hey, Jesus, just like it's like, hey, girl. They're like, hey, Jesus. And they talk to him just like that. And that's how they are comfortable. Dear Lord, 
my father, what is he to you? You address him. Obviously, you address him with respect, but it's just a conversation. Tell him, Lord, today I'm having a rough time. Today I'm feeling anxious. Today it's this, or I'm just thankful for another day. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for watching over me and keeping me safe. Like, it's very simple. You don't have to make it difficult. Just open your mouth and have the conversation. God wants to hear from you. And you can come to him just as you are. And the more time that you spend with him, the easier it becomes to just talk to him about everything that you're feeling at any time of the day. And so if you're like, yeah, but I don't really know a whole lot about God. I want to know more about him. If you want to know, read the word. Like everybody talks, obviously, about Jesus, God's son, and how he was sent here to die on the cross. Like that's literally how you get saved is believing that he came here in the flesh and was crucified on the cross and rose again on the third day. If you're like, yeah, but I don't really know a lot about that story. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four different accounts of the exact same story. But each one of them are all different perspectives. Like I just told you, like how your experience is. Um, will color the way that you see different scriptures. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is a perfect example of that because all four of them saw the life of Jesus in different ways. And so each one of them gives similar accounts, but they also have very different details based on their perspective of what they saw and when he came into their life. And so go and read it. You can see the different variations. You still get to the same place, but it just gives you different variations and different things that you get to learn about Jesus and his walk in his 33 years that he was here on this earth. And so those are the things that I want you to know that there are things that you can find. Well, how did it all start? Well, go to Genesis chapter one. It will tell you exactly what God did every single day and how he rested on the seventh day. He worked for six days and he rested on the seventh. So you should be doing the same thing. You work six days, great, but you should have a day of rest. Be able to rest in God. You having a hard time going to sleep at night? There are scriptures about that too, that he gives you peace and you're supposed to be able to lie down in sweet sleep and rest in him. If you're not able to do that, have a conversation with him. Talk to him about what you're feeling, what's giving you anxiety, what you're worried about, what you're fearful of, what's concerning you so that you are able to get the rest that you need because that's when your body is repairing itself and healing itself and getting refreshed so you can wake up to a brand new day, or you're walking around with guilt and shame because of something you did yesterday. God's mercies are new every single morning, which means today is a brand new day. So you don't have to walk in the guilt of yesterday because when Jesus died on the cross, he covered everything that you would ever do, every sin that you would ever do, past, present, and future, so that you'd be covered under the blood. So you don't have to walk around condemned no more. You don't have to walk in that shame. And I don't care who put that label on you, or who walked around telling you that you can't do this, you can't do that, with God, all things are possible. You'll find that in Philippians 4, 19. His word will help you to overcome all of the negative things that run through your head on a constant basis. That's why he tells you to take every thought captive. Also another scripture. The more that you read it, the more that you'll know it and be able to rattle those scriptures off and it'll help you when you need that help the most. So I hope that this has helped you today. And I just want to pray us out to seal it, you know, reach out and connect with me. If you want to talk more about this, I would love to continue the conversation. You can email me support at the journey of you.net and we can keep talking because this is your journey. And I want to make sure that I am equipping, empowering and encouraging you to be the best version of you and all that God created you to be. So let's pray. 
Lord, we just thank you so much for this word today, Father. We thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice, Lord. I pray, Father, that you bless each and every one of them, Father, that you meet them at the level of their faith where they're at right now, Lord. Help them to know that you want them to come to you with everything about them. One, you already know it all anyway. You just want them to come with open arms because your arms are already open, ready and willing to accept them. So we just pray, Father, that you show them the scriptures that you want them to read, what scriptures that can minister to them even right now where they're at, what they're facing and dealing with right now, Father. I pray that you illuminate, Lord. I pray that your word be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path, Father, to help them walk in the steps that you've already ordered for the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So I pray that you show them those steps that they need to be taking, Father, which scriptures they need to be reading for the moments they're in right now, Lord. Help them to get the revelation that they need, Father, to know you better and to take the next step that you want them to, Lord. So we thank you, Father, for this word, Lord. We pray that it blesses the people that you've sent it to bless, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a great rest of your day. I look forward to connecting with you more soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. We hope that you are leaving feeling equipped to think with purpose, empowered to act in purpose, and encouraged to live on purpose. If you aren't sure where to start and you would like to have the first five truths to help you build that foundation to start thinking with purpose, head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped so that you can download those first five truths of getting you started to think with purpose and really pursuing all that God created you to be. I'm excited to do this journey with you. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.